How you guys doing? Welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis, and today we are doing a Bible study. Um, more of a lesson on the uh, Catholics call it Eucharist. Um, other people call it communion or the body of Christ, simply. Um, I want to go over exactly what is the body of Christ. And today I got a whole chapter, well, the whole, there's a whole chapter on it, but uh, I'm going to the root of that chapter, which is John 6, 35 and forward. And it's going over all over the body of Christ. And before we get into that chapter, um, and I'm going to mention the other parts of the Bible we can find. But it's important to note that it is not what it, you think it is. A lot of people have these very bad negative like they have very different views on what the Eucharist is and when people is I hear a lot of people knocking it off it's like well you know a lot of Catholics or Christians there's like a lot of there's Christian um other Christian um religions out there that but also believe in taking some people but there are some people who believe that's, that's you're just eating bread. You're not even eating um the body of Christ. It was just a symbol. And I'm here to tell you, it's not. Jesus Christ means it in the most literal form possible. And it all comes, again, from faith. If you believe it is the body of Christ, then God made it the body. And then God will make it the body of Christ. Obviously, if you don't believe in it, God's not going to do it. It's like he didn't do any of the miracles. If he didn't have faith, it didn't happen. He didn't get the signs or the miracles. You didn't get anything. Same things here. When you're t- when when the let's say in the Catholic they call them priests, and they, every mass they do uh, distribution of the communion, and they call uh, and let's call it the Eucharist, which is the body of Christ. When a priest blesses, he doesn't he does it in God's name. God does transform that bread into the body of Christ. Let's look at the beginning of the Bible. You know, what did God do? God made their light. God said, let there be light. God said, let there be let there be darkness, let there be water, let there be grass and trees, and let there be animals and man. He said. And then it was created. Let's take at the word, you know, think about what the word is. And we know that the word is God. God is the word and the word is God. But you know why? Because God made it so. So what's important to note about that is, is, Yes, you're going to see a piece of bread. When you put that under a microscope, you're going to see all the characteristics, all the properties of bread. But God made that the body of Christ. Jesus made it the body of Christ. It's that simple. It's honestly that easy. I can just cut off, cut this episode right off right now. But I'm not going to. 
God has that power. And if you truly believe it, it will be done. You know, God has that power to take in Jesus and make Jesus a part of your body. And Jesus tells us exactly why. And that's what we're going to get into today with that chapter and with John. Jesus tells us what the bread does and what it is. So it's not, he's not just saying, okay, this is the body of bread. He's not just making a parable. No, he's giving us a commandment. He's telling us to take bread, bless in the name of God, and God will trans transform that bread into the body of Christ. It's still going to taste like Christ. It's still going to taste like bread. But when you're truly a, a Christian, a, truly a, a follower of Christ like I am, and I felt different, the difference when I take in the body of Christ, when I take in, when I take in the communion or the Eucharist, I take I, I you can feel him entering your body. And that's important to know. It's like it's all based off of your faith. If you don't believe it's gonna it can happen, if you don't believe God could do that, then obviously it's not gonna work. But remember how God told us there's gonna be light and he told the sun to come out, he told the moon to come out, he told the grass and trees and animals and such. He made it with his own word. You know why? Because the word was God. So I just wanted to clear that before we get into this chapter, because there is a lot of mis um, misunderstandings, mis um, assumptions, I guess the word is, of what he means. So let's get right into the chapter. Right, so we're going to start off, not at 1, we're going to go all the way down to 35. I'll give you a second, and let's begin. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I say unto you that ye also have seen me, and believe not. All that the Father give me shall come to you, come to me, excuse me, and him that come to me, I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will, which has sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but shall raise it up again on the, at that last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seen the Son and believeth him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. And Jews murmured at him, because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they say, is this not, is this not this Jesus? The son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know, how is it that he, that he saith, I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not amongst yourself. No man can come to me except the Father, which hath sent me, draw him, and I will raise him up at that last day. It is written in the prophets that they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that hath heard, hath heard and hath learned the Father, come unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God. He see, has seen the Father. Verily I say unto you, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. 
I am the bread of life. Your fathers did not eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the world, for the life of the world. The Jews, therefore, strove amongst themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat this, the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eat my flesh, and drinketh my blood, hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and in I in him. As the living Father hath sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna, and are dead. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue, as he taught in Capernaum. Many, therefore, of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it. And he said, Does this offend you? What? And if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend where he extend up where he was before. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who were that believe not and who shall betray him. And he said, Therefore I say unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given and unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. And Jesus said unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered, Lord, to, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that that, that art of Christ and the Son of God, the living God. And Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spake of Judas, Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. So one thing to kind of point off uh, from this chapter is, um, so he's obviously heard that he's telling them what his blood is, what the blood is. And he says, my, my blood and my flesh is not just the bread. It, it, well, it's life. It's the key to, to, to eternal life. And you got to, people don't understand, like the Jews are very, very weird about this. Um, they th Because they're thinking, what is he talking about? See, back when, remember that Jesus is the sacrifice, right? Remember that. So I said, one, before I give you that explanation, it's important to note that Jesus is sacrifice, is our sacrifice, right? Our only human. Now, before, to make that also important is in order for a sacrifice, let's talk about Passover, specifically in Passover, you had to have um, the blood of a lamb uh, 
and sprinkled on the doorstep. Uh, the lamb had to be perfect without blemish. And who is the only person here that's not blemished? That was Jesus. And he had to sprinkle his blood. They, But what they were uh, confused is that they, I believe they could eat the flesh. I got to study that more. I'm not sure if whether uh, they were able to eat the flesh or they weren't able to eat the flesh. But what I know for a fact is they weren't allowed to drink his blood. They were the, the sacrifices of blood. They were not allowed to drink it because of the fact that they believed the life of the animals in the blood. Uh, well, it, it was said in Leviticus and I believe also in Exodus that um, the blood, the life of the lamb is in the blood. So they're like, wait, you want us to drink your blood? But that's prohibited. So a lot of people walked away. Okay, You see that at the end of the chapter is a lot of people walk away from Jesus because he just turned them off. He was like, wait, 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 wait. We were good up until right now, you know. So you 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 would you would see in some you know, if it was like me talking to a group of my friends, I'd be like, Whoa, 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 I'm just kidding. Jesus doesn't do that. There's other um translations, um, and I believe in Luke, Mark, Mush I don't remember if it was in Matthew or not. I don't believe I, I remember this in Matthew. Um but you will see that he does does not give in. He instead of giving in and like, you oh, know, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to say that. He doubles and triples down. He says, "No, I am. This is the only way to eternal life." Then he goes on to say that your fathers who died, who ate bread, are dead because they didn't have my bread. My bread, and he's signifying that if unless you eat the bread, you are sure to die. And that is as literal as it gets. Is he wants us to eat the bread, which is his flesh, and drink his blood. So, going back to the explanation of the sacrifices, remember they couldn't drink the blood because the life of the animal was in the blood. Well, Jesus wants to, us to drink his blood because he's giving us his life. He's sharing his life with us. He's giving us... So that means he's not just giving us his physical life. He's giving us his spiritual life as well. He's giving us all life. He's giving us everything. And that's an important fact to, to know is that that's how much our Savior loves us and how much we should love others. You know, Right now, in this particular time, especially in the United States of America, there's a lot of hate going on in this world with Ukraine and Russia. You know, politically, there's a lot of political nonsense going on, a lot of hatred and division there. They, you know, I don't want to get really political here. Um, and I, I, I'm... I, I'm actually not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm actually neither. I think the parties are bad. But again, I don't want to get political. But we have hatred amongst the Democrats not wanting to vote for a bill that could help the people because the Republicans did it. Or the Republicans not voting for a bill that could help the people because the Democrats introduced it. 
And the point I'm trying to make is, look who's suffering. We the people. This country is falling apart. And this actually, as we go into Revelations and continue, continue into our Revelation series, we will see that this is actually signs that the time is coming. All the hatred, all the uh, cr- crap that's going on, um, and we have to, as Christians, stand up for what we believe in. And that's Jesus Christ. Jesus tells us that, and we read that in Matthew. In Matthew 10, he sends us. He t- and he also tells us, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be hated. We still have to continue to share the word because this world is coming to an end and rather quickly. And we need to save as many possible people as we possibly can. We got to save ourselves, save our children, save others. Because this world, you can see a lot of people are far away from Jesus Christ. A lot of people are putting their love and their passion and their their whole life towards earthly rewards, earthly treasures. And we all know you can't have both. You can't have earthly treasures and tre- er- heavenly tre- treasures. So which one do you pick? That might mean we're going to lose some friends. We could possibly lose our jobs. We could possibly lose our houses. But if you truly believe in Jesus Christ and God, you won't have to worry about all that because he'll take care of you. He'll be there with you, guiding you the entire way, proud of you, excited to see you, to welcome you into his kingdom. But if you give in, if you give in to the pressure, into the nonsense, into the indoctrination of the world, the world's indoctrinating us to be not Christian. That's exactly it. They don't want us Christians being together. They don't want us here. They want us out. And it's just reminding you just as how it was in the beginning. In the beginning, Christians were persecuted heavily, big time. All around the world, we were, we were being killed. We were being slaughtered. We were being kidnapped. We were being tortured and beaten. And here's a hint, and here's a tough one. When we go into tribulation, we're going to learn that we're going to go through a lot of that again. We're going to be beheaded, captured and beheaded. And there's actually one thing we could do to get out of that. And it's get what's called the mark of the beast. Which is you're not allowed to buy food or do anything without the mark of the beast. But if you get that mark of the beast, you just gave up your heavenly treasure. And it's important to know that, that, that though, yeah, the tribulation refers to a specific mark of the beast. Right? So we have that physical mark. But we also have a spiritual mark of the beast today. All going all around the world. 
And we can't be afraid to speak up and say what we got to say. There may be times on this channel where I may say something that is biblical with Jesus Christ, but hard for some people to hear. When we're told we're sinning, we, we don't like to hear that. So we, we'd rather turn, to turn that person off. And I may lose followers. But you got to realize I only do this channel to boast and preach about my Lord Jesus Christ. About our Lord Jesus Christ. About your Lord Jesus Christ. He's everybody's Lord. Jesus Christ. Whether you believe in him or not. But he only take in doesn't mean we're all his children. His true children are those who follow him and live his word. And that must mean all his word. Can't just pick and choose. You know, I'm going I'm to be having my podcast in a few, few weeks about abortion. How abortion is un, un, unholy, unchristian. In any way, shape, or form. I may just lose followers for saying that now. Being gay is the same thing. Having same-sex gay marriages and all that. Again, all unholy. Transgenders, all unholy. And remember, this is a Christian podcast preaching the word of Jesus Christ. We got to remember that. What's important to note is this isn't meant to offend anybody. The fact that he's giving us his body, of his body, literally, quite literally, he's doing this so he can all enter his home. But taking his body is not the only thing we need to do. It's everything else as well. So that's why it's important. You know, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not trying to say, you know, well, you know, you know, I hope I hurt your feelings. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But as Christians, you see how Jesus had hundreds, if not thousands of followers. And all but 12 left him after he made that one comment, that preaching. And they decided, no, 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 no. We can't. We can't because they are caught up of, they were caught up of their world. Look at the Pharisees. The Pharisees ran around. The Pharisees ran around doing everything they can to discredit the Lord Jesus Christ. Because you know why? Because, again, the Pharisees were held up of the devil. They were held up of the world, their power, their wealth, their ranking, their standards. You know, they were held up as leaders, not followers. You know, and, and it's, it's, it's a lot of um, ideologists, um, well, religious ideologists, people uh, who do a lot of researching into like the scholars of the Bible realize that no matter who came, no matter who came, no matter who, whether they called him Jesus Christ or whoever, if the Messiah came and whatever they believe, they still wouldn't have never believed that he's the Messiah. I mean, he did come and he did go. Um, they missed him. You know, it's, it's a shame. But 
no matter what, they would never have conceded because they were held up of the earth. So when we take that communion, we're taking in Jesus and everything that comes with him. It's important to note that. Like I told you, I just pretty much told you my stance on where the Bible's stance, rather, on these particular hot issues. And I don't like to, I don't, I don't want to turn political. I'm, I don't like politics. I actually try to stay away from politics as much as I can because that corrupts people. I'm not of this country. I'm of, of Jesus. I'm of Christ. You know, I, ever since I, um, again, the little stories, ever since I started following Jesus Christ, which was, I've always grown up as a Christian, right? I've grown up as a Christian, but I never really practiced my faith until recently. Until very recently. Not yesterday, but, you know, not my entire life. Um, every time I opened up the Bible, it never made sense to me. I never got into it. I never, I was reading it. It's just a bunch of big words. And I always just put it, ended up putting it away and storing it in a shelf somewhere, never to be seen again. Until recently. God put people in my lives to open my eyes. That's what God does. He puts people, he puts things into place. He puts people into place to make things happen, to save these people. To save everybody, because he, he knows whose hearts are changed. Now, I'm reading the Bible every day. Now I'm working hard. I'm focusing solely on Jesus and not of this earth and not of this world. You know, I was going to go back into the army until I had an epiphany from God saying that the army is not for me. I got out for a reason the first time. And my life changed dramatically, spiritually, physically, for the best. And we need to do the same thing. We need to give up this world for the Lord Jesus Christ. God says that only the remnants... We'll make it into heaven. Only the crumbs. Think about remnants when you drop a few crumbs on the floor and your dog eats it. That's remnants. Only the few will make it because only a few can pass. Only a few can make it. Not everybody opening hearts to Jesus Christ. Everybody thinks they are. Thinks they will. But truly they, they aren't. But truly they aren't opening their hearts. We're talking about, you got to be truly saved. You got to be truly working hard to, you know, to make sure, not working hard to prove to God, but working hard to keep yourself away from the devil through your faith. Working hard to keep yourself clear. It's not, it's not for God. I mean, it's all in efforts of, to God. You know, God sees and God knows. But God already knows where you land. You just better hope that you land on this pallet by working hard. The best way to do it is to, to get rid of all the distractions. Social media is a big distraction. People are big distractions. The wrong people, I should say. So I'm here to tell you that if you're a true follower of Christ, continue going. 
I'm here to help anybody and everybody. If you find yourself needing help from distractions, always contact me. And I'm here. You know, um, one thing I will end um, to kind of touch on to because I wanted I wanted to do an episode next week. It's going to be all about forgiveness, but maybe the week after, a call at the controversial uh, episode where we talk about things that people don't want to hear or people think they don't want to hear but need to hear. But kind of a little um, is, you know, you can see in a lot of the world, you know, especially the country, people like, oh, the church and state separated. Yes, separated, but God should never have separated. God should have always remained. The Lord Jesus Christ, think about it. Everything we're, go- everywhere we're going, we're taking out God. It's okay to denounce people's people to... Get rid of people's religious views from society and from school. But it's perfectly okay to force and indoctrinate social views. Right? That, that's a problem. That's a problem. We're putting our social views over our religious views. We have, because it's harder and harder for us. And God, this is, and to be quite frankly and honest with you, to open your eyes... God tells us this is going to happen. We're going to learn in the revelations stuff that we're already seeing in the literal aspect. God literally tells us what's going to happen. Signs only true Christians can see. It's not a reminiscent of, okay, well, if you see this sign and, and five years after that, it's going to happen. But no, but you're going to see signs of it's coming. Whether we may see it in a lifetime or our children see it in a lifetime. But you know it's coming. We're at the We're getting towards the, the, the nearing of the tribulation. We're getting close to it. Because everything that's been said, a lot of things that are said in the revelation, is being said. It's, being, it's happening now. It's happening now. People says that we're God says again we're going right back into it. Jesus said we're going to be persecuted. We are, we already are. We're being persecuted in everyday life. I go on uh, when I go on Facebook, whatever I do, try to share the word of God, and I'm always persecuted. I get a lot of people physically, uh, personally attack me. They go on my profile and they look at it like, oh, I feel bad for your kids, and they start attacking my family and myself. All ignorant stuff that they have no idea what they're talking about. And when I see, when I hear persecution, when I hear this happening, I say thanks to God. Thank you, God, for showing me the truth in the word of God. Thank you, God. That's like a personal sign right there that God's word is truth. He's t- he told us, he told me. It was going to be, we're going to be persecuted, and I am being persecuted. Thank you, Lord. And that's, he's giving me a sign that I'm on the right path in a way. By me being persecuted, and and him giving me relief in my heart. Because before I was a Christian, before I was a a full-on Christian, I would have taken offense and started going right back at it, you know, start, you know, person attacking. Now it's like, I get relief from the Lord because he truly has our back. He has us. He says, I will be there with you. 
And he will be. He is. He's here spiritually. He's also here physically through the Eucharist. You know, so this is a good episode of basically the Eucharist and also what it means to be a Christian. I think that's a good uh, fact to end on. I personally want to thank every single one of you guys for following uh, this podcast. Um, I thank every single one of you. Uh, Remember, if you hit the subscribe button and the notification button, depending on what platform you're on, you know, always get notified when I do upload. I'm not always great at uploading on time. I have a lot of things I'm trying to do in my life, in life, but I definitely like to get these. I always feel so upset when I can't get a, a podcast out during the day, but I do try to get them out as fast as possible. So you will get notified when I do upload. Um, I have been consistent in um, upgrading in followers, which is amazing, which means more people are listening and are holding on to the word. And I love that. You know, again, I'm not perfect at my podcast. I'm not. Um, I have a stutter. And, you know, uh, sometimes I do need to um, take extra time to post something because I want to get the true word. And I, a lot of you followers are seeing that. You guys see that you're getting word out of here. I don't, have, I don't hold any bias. I don't hold um, any negativity. I, I, I only give the truth. I don't give any personal opinions. I give the truth. And I, and I, I, and I thank you all. For your devotion, because honestly, I didn't think I'd have anybody, but I'm not worried about it. Uh, because I do pray to God to only reveal my podcast to those who have an open heart to listen. And obviously, it's li- people are listening. People have open hearts. And you guys are, you guys are the ones that listen. You guys stick, tr- you stick, tr- you stick true to my channel. And I'm, again, I'm not here for popularity. Um, I've been contacted multiple times. To do advertisements on my show to make some money, um, they keep trying to sell me, and I, I I'm not here for money. Sorry, if you used to do it, um, I'm not here for monetize because when we're here for monetary reasons, again, we're taking away our re- we're taking a reward from here, not from heaven, you know. And that's again, I'm only telling you that so you guys can understand how important it is, what lengths we got to do it. Are you, are you here for money? Um, are you here for money? Are you here to spread the word of God? Um, so. My name is Travis. This has been Christian United Ministry. Until next time, God be with you.